Sign up for the newsletter so you never miss an update. Click, pay, and download instantly. Welcome to the podcast. It is the Riot Podcast. Happy Friday. Welcome to the weekend, everybody. I feel like there's some stuff in this podcast. This is a, this is a wild one. It's Isaiah Heavy. It's a wild Isn't ride. That the best? Is the best one. <laughs> you guys love those. You don't mind, especially the oyster thing. Yes. Just being out there forever. Oh, the oyster thing. I would stand by for the rest of my life. I you think. will. Well, Isaiah's a little uh, under the tummy weather because uh-huh. of a interesting thing that he ate last night. And then we find out his thoughts once we told him he was eating, you know, raw live ones. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't want to spoil it. Don't want to spoil I, it, but you have to hear what he actually thinks How he when we found it. out what he thinks he <laughs> what he actually thinks. So I that's one of the many Isaiah parts in this. Yeah. I just wonder, you know, like how many people. Are like that makes sense. No, you I don't know, think any, like, no. any of them. I None. don't wonder how many Not listeners are like. One. I don't know why they're being so hard on him. Like he has, he <laughs> has a good point. Too. He no. has a great point. Nope. So that's uh, I think that's my favorite part of the podcast. But there's lots of other stuff to enjoy too. Yeah, yeah. we talked about that. Uh, we also did the uh, American Girl dolls and the Toy Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. You forgot the most important part. It's the, the sand. The sand yes. made it in. Congratulations <laughs> to sand. I know. It's been a long road for Sand. Yeah, it's been like, through a lot of struggles. Was in finally, there too. it's being recognized. But for Sand, sand. like you know the thing from the beach. Yeah. Yes. Do you do you play sand. Risk? I have, I have never played Risk. Oh, we should do that for the show. Oh yeah, that'd be we should. Fun. What I did love you guys? board games. I love you. Do board games. Have you are you being ride? sarcastic? You're joking. My favorite game. Oh! I swear. I swear. Favorite what? game. Ticket, Ticket to Ride. ride. It's That's the best game. Oh yeah, we played that. I love favorite game. Okay, we, we could do that. Because my parents, like, obviously have the toy store. Oh, yeah. So like, I was very offended I didn't get invited in for the Toy Hall of Fame when I worked <laughs> at a toy store <laughs> for years and years. Yeah, you should be one of the voters. I know, right? Well, um, it looked like there were many versions of Risk. So if not, maybe a board game. Um, I don't know. I do feel maybe for the Christmas show or something we yeah, can find a Christmas version. Yeah, that would version. be a good Christmas show. Well, we've got uh, other gaming stuff that we're planning on doing. And just to be clear... I don't know. I can't speak for you, Isaiah. Nikki and I are far from experienced gamers. Mm-hmm. We have our one or two games that we play that aren't not even. Well, you play Animal Crossing. Mine isn't even popular usually. Yeah, it's just some like mildly you to would kill rec- the time, but you yeah. don't actively spend all your time. Playing yeah, no, it. definitely. And I'm not good at any of them. Well, that's perfect. That's why we need to play a game together. Yeah. So we're planning yes. on uh, maybe doing. We're gonna try to get Forza mm-hmm. Horizon Five going up in here. And maybe some other stuff. Isaiah, are you an experienced gamer? I would say I'm an experienced... I would say I'm good at the games that I play, but I mainly play sports games. Oh, like, yeah. like, yeah. Madden and 2K and likewise, stuff like that. Likewise, likewise. But uh, I'm very we, good at those. Maybe we don't even have to get together, but like maybe when a game comes out, like you do one, uh-huh. and yes. then you're just by yourself. Yeah, yes. I just don't know how. I, I just don't know how. You yes. yell at me when, you know, Animal Crossing just came out with its uh, new download yeah, thing. How come you never stream Animal Crossing? Oh, I did once. You did? But I don't like stream it on my own. Yeah. Um, I don't even like know a how streamer. to do that. No, because I think I'm going to come off as dumb. 
mom. Yeah. I just hate that. I'm pretty shy, and I need to have people with me. Yes. So. Yeah. That makes but sense. You know, we'll see you what comes, that. what we do. Yeah, we could definitely get some get some little live streams or something yeah, like that. Yeah, we have that. a lot of pie-in-the-sky talk. We'll see if oh, it, what yeah. it amounts to. None of it will work out. Yeah. Just so you don't get your hopes up. This is never going to happen. We've got our stuff up on TikTok now, so we're making some progress. We are tickety-talking. Two days of new Riot content. So if you follow us at Radio U Official on TikTok, we also tried the new Starbucks holiday drink today. Oh, yeah. The ice, the sugar cookie one with the almond milk. Uh, so that's in this podcast. So anywhere you turn on any of the radio use socials, you will find a uh, video faces. from us now. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. And there's a little special it. surprise on my face. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's a little right. Stay tuned going for on. that one. Yeah, I'm looking a little that. bit dirtier than usual. <laughs> A little crusty. I a little was, crusty. I haven't seen as much for No Shave November, uh, but I've seen uh, someone who was finishing up Sober October. Oh, really? And I I just was laughing because they, they were just gaming the whole month of October <laughs> instead of doing anything else oh my to, to keep it sober. But yeah. for No Shave no Z- November, um, you guys have to keep us in the loop if you're doing that. Yes, yeah, so I want to... I'm anxious to see how it goes for everybody especially mm-hmm. isaiah yeah i know it's gonna be interesting because like i've I, i'll spoil it because there is a point like the mustache thing mm-hmm. so it's called like movember yeah which is like raising awareness for like prostate cancer and like testicular cancer and stuff mm-hmm. uh with the mustache thing i'm not raising money unless you guys would like to donate to me <laughs> and i i won't i mean it'll just be for me yeah <laughs> it won't be for a good cause it won't be anything. for a good cause it's just for just me. me giving you money and i don't think i'm doing that uh, <laughs> But that is the, the reason. A few dollars. That is the reason for the mustache. So sure. I'm going to see if I can support them for like two more days. <laughs> yeah, my support for like See how much tour. you really care about prostate cancer. Yes, you'll see how much, you know, I'm going to support so them as long as I can. Yeah. As long as like I don't actually do anything this weekend. If I find plans for this weekend, then so the support from Isaiah has been relinquished. It's yeah. funny because everybody, you guys keep saying like how uncomfortable it is. But yet, it's like it's supposed to be uncomfortable since, you know, it's raising money for yeah. Yeah. different awarenesses. That's part of it. And, like, how uncomfortable is a mustache or a beard? Like, how bad is it? I don't think it's uncomfortable, I think it's but horrible. I'm used to it. Oh, my gosh. The the, the beard, uh it's honestly, I, I was I couldn't even handle it. I had to shave it off. I lasted two days. It seems a bit whiny, but I'm I bet whiny. it is bad. Uh, I just don't know. I it. don't know. I feel that uh, there, there's two types of people in the world, uh, two types of men in the world, the kind that have beards and the kinds that don't, and the thing that separates them is the ones that don't feel that it's itchy. <laughs> so the separation yes. between uh, being a real man and oh, <laughs> being able to there. deal with the pain well, of an itchiness. You only have to deal with it for so long and I know, it doesn't and go then, away. And that's... That's the that's telling you what it's like to be a man. You deal with the pain for a little while because it pays off. That's no. right. Then you get your beard. Yeah. No. Exactly. We could do a whole other segment on that. <laughs> we'll not. save it for Monday. Well, we've we'll got see a whole month still to go of this. Make sure so. you text us and say hi this weekend. Eight seven seven two radio U. Follow us on social media so you can see all the extra stuff we're trying to get out there for you guys to enjoy. Mm-hmm. So follow us at Radio Make it worth U our while. Official uh, on Instagram and then Radio U Official on TikTok. And we hope everybody has a wonderful week. Indeed. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Hudson sees the glass is half empty. But get this. He thinks a glass half empty is good. The Riot. Radio U. Coming soon to a mall near you, AMC Popcorn. As in the movie theater? Yeah, the movie theater. At their movie theater at the mall? Well, yeah, you were thinking it's already there. Sure. But 
Soon, you won't need a movie ticket to get in to get the popcorn. Oh, they're going to sell their popcorn on its own. They're going to just start selling the AMC popcorn. They're trying to look. Of course, AMC has had some difficulties, uh, as many movie theaters have, because of the pandemic. So they are trying to find other ways where they can make money. It feels and feels like someone over-ordered popcorn. Because, you <laughs> yeah. know, a lot of times big places, like, they probably made their popcorn order a year or two ago. Sure. For what's currently going right now. And maybe they over-ordered thinking that <laughs> things would be more busy they, at the movie theaters. Yeah, they, they probably negotiated a deal. They've got all this popcorn. they got to do something with it. And so they're trying to... Get uh, get rid of the popcorn and trying to make some kind of money somehow yeah. outside of because uh, they haven't been able to do as much with actual movies. So they're going to start selling it in malls. Leave it to AMC. Uh, you know, uh, movie theaters as they go out of business. You know what's <laughs> going to stay strong? The mall. The mall That's like- where people. You'll always find people at the mall. I feel bad because it's one step behind the movie theater. That's right. So does that mean maybe the kiosks in the middle? You know, That's like what I was they, thinking. They sell things. Or, I mean, I don't know. Or is it just going to be at malls that already have the AMC theaters in them and they're just going to somehow bring that out it. in a cart they're or something? They're also preparing uh, a home delivery service next year so that you can order from a nearby AMC movie theater mm-hmm. and then they would deliver the popcorn. Uh-huh. Or it'll be at supermarkets and convenience stores with prepackaged, microwavable AMC theater branded popcorn. I love that. That I just love their confidence, their thought process of the only thing that keep keeping people from going to the theaters, or the only people think the only thing that people don't love <laughs> is. is actually going. But they love the food, yeah. they love the popcorn. So if they can watch movies at home, why don't we give that to them? Well, at home? movie theater popcorn is really good, and there's something uh, probably horrible for you about it, and you want to make sure you get that real unhealthy popcorn. Yeah, it's, well, it's the all butter. the butter. It's the butter. It's actually. the butter. <laughs> they have a. A pump for the butter. <laughs> Nowhere else in the world, yeah. at any other location, do you have a pump for the butter? I remember when the I went to a movie in June, and that was my first time, you know, after the pandemic. Yeah. And I was able to take popcorn home, and they just put it in a see-through, like, trash bag. Yeah, because I've had that also. They can't give you the open popcorn container. Like, they can't refill that one. Yeah. And then they gave me the butter in, like, little to-go cups. Yep. Uh-huh. But it stays liquid. It doesn't ever solidify. That's concerning, isn't it? It is. I was like, wait, doesn't it ever, like, it's butter. I thought it needed to uh, turn into butter again. I think you can't legally, they shouldn't be able to legally call it butter. No, it's like a, whatever their alternative is. I can't believe it's not butter. I can't believe it's oil. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's, butter oil. But whatever it is, it does taste so good. So now if you miss AMC popcorn, you cannot go to the movie theater, but go to the mall Mm -hmm. and you'll be able to find it there soon. They also say they're even doing uh, uh, popcorn in, in the future that you'll be able to pop at home. Yeah. Which, judging by, if I don't know if they're going to do the same business model, but the popcorn that you, like, act or whatever, the Orville Redenbacher, what sure. is that, like $3? AMC's will be 12 Well, they have to. You're buying the name. Yes. The, and all that goes with it. <laughs> this is The Riot. Radio U. Uh, Good morning, Isaiah. Good morning. morning. We had to bring you in for this, Isaiah. I don't know if you saw the report on CNN yesterday, but it's everybody was talking about it on my Twitter and everything. Uh, It is a video where they're talking about how the uh, inflation is hurting people. Yeah. And so they're interviewing this family in Texas, and they're going through, kind of following them around the store. 
Uh, and in over the course of talking to this family, the family, uh, one of the people from the family, her name is Krista Stotler. Her quote is, a gallon of milk was $1.99. Now it's $2.79. When you buy 12 gallons a week, four times four weeks, that's a lot of money. 12 gallons 12 of milk? 12 gallons of milk a week? That's, that's a lot of money whether it's $1.99 or $2.79. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's just a lot of milk, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, period. Oh, they have a really large family, so it's them and they have nine children. Nine children. Nine children. So a gallon nine per children. person. Everyone that's needs a gallon then. of milk a week. <laughs> I don't care how many kids you have. That's still a lot of. Milk. I don't. I don't even. I don't, I don't even think that constitutes as a lot of milk. To be honest, well, I well, used to buy. I used to buy two gallons of milk every week for myself. For so, you, for two myself, a week. Two gallons of milk every single what Sunday. What were you doing with I it? I would go to the store and I would get two gallons of milk. When I lived in college, I, I did that pretty much every single Sunday. Was that so a gallon bulk a person? Of your uh, diet, right? Yeah, that there? was that was the it wasn't the bulk of my diet, but the bulk of my liquids for sure. Because <laughs> I would drink you, milk with everything. How are you the weight you are <laughs> drinking two? Gallons of I've milk got a strong week. bones, the strongest you'll find. <laughs> okay, wait, uh, bet on that because I want to take you to a doctor then and be like, can you tell us if this can is you, hurt? Yeah, or helped him? <laughs> they're actually for super fragile instead. Yeah. It's reversed. That is that's, one day the door hit knocks you. And yes. you're just like, well, I've broken every bone in my body. Man, yes. <laughs> I knew you liked milk, but that is... Uh, Two gallons every me- Sunday. So, Because I was wondering, I was trying to find in the story how many children they had. Yeah. Because uh-huh. if they had like five kids or six kids, I wasn't expecting nine. Yeah. Because then... So you're thinking that's not even enough. They should no, buy more. I think that's that's very, very low. I mean, if, depending on how old the kids are and stuff, it's probably some of the older kids maybe drinking a lot. Some of the yeah. younger ones maybe not so much. But uh, 12 gallons of milk a week for a family is a lot. But when you think a family of 11... That's really not all that much. Some people are just saying they should just buy a cow. Yeah. <laughs> they really should, <laughs> just, right? Just, you know, make the milking process as part of the daily chores. I don't know if one cow would be enough. To milk, yeah. Have you ever seen people milk a cow? It doesn't look like you get that much out of one cow. I don't think so. I've never tried it, but. And then, you just, I just can't. I'd rather buy it. Yes. <laughs> I just can't do that. Wait, have you milked a cow, Isaiah? I've never milked a cow, no. You haven't gone to the state fair or the county fair and. Just gotten dirty, gotten your hands down God, there. I, I don't. I've, I don't think anyone has mowed a cow at the county fair. What? Oh okay, no! Wait, 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 wait. I, I know that they have. How about this? Anybody in the room milk a cow? What? No, Nikki, I've have never you milked a cow? No. Okay. No, anyone but... in the listening audience ever milk a cow? Oh, for sure. Oh, I, I guarantee. <laughs> we have to have dairy yes. farmers that listen. And, <laughs> My uh, dad was, used to be a dairy farmer. He used to milk really? them every morning at five a.m. He'd and wake he up. Never... And... He never took you out there? No. Showed you the trade? No. Jason just texted in and said, I drink a gallon of milk a day. No, he doesn't. Is that possible? Jason, Jason, are you? You're incredible. Are you exaggerating a tiny bit or is it really a gallon a day? Well, yeah, I think maybe he does cereal every morning and then like if he drinks just a cup every now and then. Cereal is like an ounce. Like how much? You don't. You don't put that much milk. Well, in some cereal. people go heavy milk on on the cereal. I'm not mm-hmm. saying like anyone specific, but some people really like a lot of milk in their mm. cereal. Listen, no one specific. No one specific. Husband, we're just not going to understand. That's not our it's world. Not, yeah, we will never get that. I mean, I thought when my family, when I used to live with my family, I thought we drank a lot of milk. We might have. There was six of us, and I feel that we might have had two, three gallons, maybe at most, for six. So a gallon a day, Jason is saying. Well, Janet said, I've milked a goat. Nice. <laughs> and nice. Jason has gotten back and said, I drink a lot of milk. So, yes. I've milked wow. a goat. Not teasing. <laughs> There's just William said, I've milked a cow at a county fair and on a school field trip. Would you recommend? Uh, doing that? Well, I don't think you get to milk like a glass of milk. I think yeah. they just give you that little really? sample. No, I've, I've heard people that you got to drink the milk raw. 
Well, it's just hearing, like getting it off of the. It's just like getting a chip off of the production line well, you're when it's hot and fresh. Lies. <laughs> No one wants it to literally would be hot and fresh, probably. No, oh, the milk. Yeah. Be warm. Yeah. For sure warm. Yeah, you're, you go to the cow, you're like, all right, cow, I need 12 gallons of milk. I did like, yesterday we were talking about people that are giving their older kids breast milk because they think it'll pass on the COVID antibodies. And Chris came in later and like we were like, oh, that's weird. Chris comes in, he's like, is it weird that we drink milk from cows? Is that not weirder than drinking milk is. from your own mother? Yeah, it kind of is. Hey, guess what? It's all weird. It's all yeah. weird. All That's why Nikki and I don't really thing. do it. That's why we'd rather drink the milk of almonds. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the Riot Podcast. Radio. You. You let the debate begin on the National Toy Hall of Fame inductees. They've announced mm-hmm. who's uh, in the uh, the entering class in 2021. Are you ready, Nikki? So these are the 12 finalists. Didn't we talk about the ones that were in lineup to be a finalist? We, I think we, we. it feels well, like there was, was more than at? 12, but we definitely talked about somewhere along the process. We've talked about these? Yeah, we've talked about it, but now they've whittled it down to just three toys that are worthy enough of being inducted into oh, the Hall of Fame this year. I see. There was 12 finalists, yeah. and so now they're down to the three. Yeah, and uh, the three that are getting in. Our American Girl dolls. Oh, they bought that spot. You you love American Girl dolls, don't you, Nikki? No, I I was never into dolls. You didn't have one? No, I didn't have an American Girl Not, doll. Oh, man. No? Man, you, I find out something new about you every day. Is that is that too much now? I, <laughs> my assumptions are constantly being rewritten. <laughs> the book. I told you I only liked uh, stuffed animals. Stuffed bears. So yeah, man, I, I should have Me known. and my teddy bears were all together, but yeah. I, didn't, I didn't have room for any dolls to come in. <laughs> I didn't want my bears to eat the dolls. You didn't have one like zookeeper doll. To nope. Take, oh, no. You my, were the zookeeper, right? I was, but my bears and my stuffed animals, they were free. I didn't believe in a zoo system. Uh, yeah. It's just a national. <laughs> Park. You're right. The Nikki National Park. That's that's how my whole childhood was there with toys. Okay, so American Girl Dolls is in, even though Nikki did not support the American Girl Dolls. Also, the board game Risk. I'll have to look to see which one that is. Risk is the one where it's a map of the entire world. Oh. And you get all these little men. Uh, like, you can play with, I guess it's three people at minimum, maybe, or up to six. And you get, like, your own color. And you allocate all of your guys. You draft the territories. Sure. And then uh, you roll dice to battle the different territories. And you're trying to take over the whole entire world. A good, a good you know, good thing to teach children. Good to game. take over the entire world. Good game. But I do like a good game of risk. It just always takes forever. And my favorite is the third option. Yes, the I third option well is great. This works. The third option making it into the Toy Hall of Fame <laughs> is Da-na-na-na-na. Sand. That's it. Sand. Sand made it into the Toy Hall of Fame. So if you're thinking, oh, all the spots in the Toy Hall of Fame, they're just bought and paid for. <laughs> it's all just a money game. I like no, it. I don't think Sand paid for. I don't know who is going to accept on behalf of sand when it's inducted well i like the uh sort of um uh the promo stuff that they wrote uh-huh. for it this is what they say because they introduced and explained a bit about american girl doll yeah. and risk and they're like in sand the substance found at beaches around the world <laughs> <laughs> they were all inducted during a special ceremony at first i thought well maybe kinetic sand or something nope just just sand, sand. just regular sand uh-huh 
Yeah, you got to love a toy you can purchase in bulk at the Home Depot. They say anyone who spent a day at the beach can understand the allure of this toy. Mm. It's not a toy. Is, is it a toy? It's a, it's a natural thing found yeah. there. It but... is a, it's a mineral or something. It's. I mean, I, I guess anything you can play with can be a toy. True. Uh, but when to, you had nothing else to play with, right? <laughs> I should, it, I'd also yourself. feel bad if I was like some of the other options, the the Fisher Price corn popper thing. You know, when you push around when you're like a little 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 child, mm-hmm. where it pops the little balls, or uh, like Cabbage Patch Kid stuff like that. And you're the designer of those, and you lost out to sand. sand. Well, yeah. the twelve finalists included Battleship Billiards. The Cabbage Patch Kids, uh, the Corn Popper, uh, Mahjong, Masters of the Universe, and the Pinata. The Pinata. Settlers of Catan, and the Toy Fire Engine. Yeah. Everything you love about the Riot, plus a handy-dandy fast-forward option. This is the Worst of the Riot podcast. I want you to picture in your... Close your eyes. Okay. Picture Smokey Bear. Yeah. What's he wearing? Uh, pants and no shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't I, he wear like cuffed jeans or something? He, he does. He Wait, wears like roll, rolled, up rolled up jeans. <laughs> but normally he's not wearing a shirt. I know. I don't think I'm he has a shirt that you, on. I'm uh, glad that you remember Smokey Bear that well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's what he's normally wearing. I was in my mind though confused between him and like the paper towel guy from the Charmin. The bra- no, the Brawny stuff. Oh, Brawny. Yeah, like. You know, what sort of woodsy style does the bear have? Oh, the brawny guy. You're yeah. right. I was thinking of the guy who's bald. No, no. Shaved no. head. Mr. Clean, is that? And I understand the difference between this and the Charmin bears. Uh-huh. So that's toilet paper. <laughs> yes, that's different. Yes. I hate the Charmin bears, by the way. Why? Uh, because they're- Why you hate so much? They're like, they like toilet paper way too much. Well, then that's all they you They have an unhealthy... I mean, look, I don't I don't want to go to one ply, but other than that, I'm fine with toilet paper. They're acting like every other toilet paper is garbage. They're taking their toilet paper on vacation. They're doing little dances after they go to the bathroom because they love their toilet paper so much. It's they need to dial to it back. If you saw a person doing that in real life, you'd be like, what is your problem? You wouldn't be like, oh, I want to buy that toilet paper. No, not if it was a bear doing it in real no, life. No, I would. would. Be like, well, the Charmin bears taught me that this is what you do. Uh, so, anyways... Smokey Bear normally is seen wearing just jeans rolled up at the knees and uh, not all all the way up to the knees, but, you know, rolled up and then uh, no shirt. And then he's got his, you know, uh, park rangers hat. But if you were if you were to go to the town of International Falls in Minnesota, they have a 26 foot tall statue of Smokey Bear. It's kind of their what they're known for. Yeah. And they would often dress Smokey Bear in different outfits throughout the year. Oh, oh, on the statue? Yeah, they would dress up their famous Smokey Bear statue. Like, as you see in the picture, uh, he's got uh, a fishing vest on. So for fishing season, they'd put that on. In the winter, they'd make him, like, earmuffs. And people would apparently actually, like, hand-make stuff for Smokey Bear to wear, and it was a fun little thing where they dress up their Smokey Bear statue. Not a mean way, but you must not have a lot of other stuff to do, and that's fine. And hey. they said it's in the 1980s. They started when a local knit a 25-foot-long scarf and giant mittens and earmuffs. What are you What are you planning on doing in Minnesota in the winter besides knitting a scarf for Smokey Bear? I'm not going to Minnesota in the winter. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> so there's nothing right. to do. You got to keep It's busy. either that or play hockey. 
Those are your options. So they reached out to other Minnesota communities that have fi- uh, famous giant statues. Yeah, there's, so there's a lot a, of them. There's a Paul Bunyan and Babe one. There's a Big Ol' the Viking. I've never heard of that guy. The Jolly Green Giant. Um, you didn't so realize they, that the Jolly Green Giant was a thing. Yeah, that was actually a statue. I yeah. thought it was just the frozen vegetables. But boy, was I wrong. There's actually a statue in Blue Earth, Minnesota. But they all, those... Uh, mayors of those towns with those statues all said they thought it was kind of uh, thought it was kind of crazy that the town of International Falls would dress up their oh, Smoky Bear statue. Guys, don't throw frozen peas in glass <laughs> glass houses because you are all the in same igloos, of crazy in Minnesota igloos. But they're saying that they really don't want them to dress up Smoky the Bear anymore mm-hmm. because you could damage the statue. So they recently spent $30,000 restoring it. Mm-hmm. It was built in 1954, but they, they're kind of caught. They want to decorate and have him wear things, but then that can you know lessen the life of the statue. The city council actually has voted officially, unanimously, to ban. They, they've had to put it into law. Oh, to not touch the statue? Local law that people are not allowed to decorate Smokey Bear anymore. Leave him so shirtless. So you go see Smokey Bear. Yep, you're going to see him shirtless no matter how cold it is up in uh, International Falls, Minnesota. And I know, I feel, I guess the they voted unanimously, but it seems that that would have been a contentious thing because, man, can you imagine breaking it to the person that knits the scarf for Smokey Bear? It's Aww, like, hey. they can't do it anymore. Hey, Gertrude, we'd like you to stop. <laughs> I know you really love, and it's the thing that, you know, occupies you throughout the winter months. Uh, and maybe your family doesn't come to visit you. Aww. You're sitting alone in front of the fire. You've got murder she wrote on, and oh. you're just knitting your, <laughs> your scarf for Smokey Bear. We'd like you to stop doing well, that. No, maybe you just have one person who puts the stuff on the bear in a safe way, and you're just... You they know, could have done that. They're just telling people to not do it on they your own. They could have, but they're not going to. Okay, so they're no clothes. Naked Smokey Bear. Well, he, well, he has jeans on. He has jeans. He's... <laughs> He's covering his shame. And they're cuffed. Store at room temperature. Now that they can do. The Riot Radio U. We are doing a food fight at the moment. We've just gotten our hands on the new Starbucks sugar cookie almond milk latte. Here, wait. There's the ice. You hear that, everybody? And I've got to mix it all up because all my sprinkles are at the bottom. Yeah, your sprinkles are on the bottom. I just looked at mine, Mm. uh, and Isaiah and I got ours hot. And so, if I don't know if you can, I gotta. I can't even this. see any sprinkles yeah. in mine. Oh, you don't have mine any? has the sprinkles. I'm, I'm just trying to not pour this all over the monitor here. Oh, you're close. But this, the, uh, you you're so playing close. a dangerous game <laughs> yeah. over there. I, like, I don't even know if anybody can see it, but the sprinkles are all like they've melted into the drink. Yeah. And so it looks like it just kind of looks like somebody. It's very discolored. Yeah. In mm. a frightening type way. Isaiah, you saw it. You know. Yeah, it's very it, discolored. It doesn't even look good. Is it a little unsettling it to you? It looks a little weird to me. Yeah. I'm not sure like, this is going to be. It looks like well, we shouldn't be ingesting it, but man, does it smell good. But I want to tell you, Starbucks didn't want you to just take the lid off, so they uh-huh. prefer you not look. Well, yeah. why even color the sprinkles at all then? I guess. Yeah. But, so we're trying the sugar cookie almond milk latte, because Starbucks yesterday unveiled their like holiday lineup, but it was a lot of stuff they've had last year. So this is like the new drink. This, this is, is the, the new one new. that's brand this new. This is the new yeah. new. They've and never it's had the it. first non-dairy holiday coffee option. Right. So you could always order any other drink and just put in almond milk or soy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is the first one that they promoted with almond milk this in is, it. It's just the way it comes unless that's you it. tell them differently, which I'm sure many people do.
I gotta really stir mine up. <laughs> Don't know why. It's, how much? How much did really this? Yours is like super. Whoa, that's weird. Wow. I can't get what the is in the bottom. Layer. What is that? I think it's like the cream stuff. I don't know. It's I'm probably not, the good stuff too. I'm not a, a Starbucks aficionado, but I thought they did that on purpose to make it like art. Yeah, but when you drink it, but then you you're want like, it all stirred together and it's not working for you. After you take the picture of it, you know that you yeah. post on like all your social media, then you actually mix mm-hmm. it up. Yeah. How, uh, before we dive in, how much did this run us, Isaiah? Like, how much was one of these? Oh, I have no idea. Have no it idea. was a little over five dollars. Uh huh. I ordered on my for app. one drink. Yes, I think it was five forty-five. Yes, this is why I don't go to Starbucks. And it was about sixteen something. And I really forgot I was going to have you pop inside and get the new Christmas ornament. Yeah, Ooh. now you'll never get that. It's going to be sold out. I'm going to have to go get it myself. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> well I'm we'll ready try to the sugar give it a cookie shot. almond milk latte. <sighs> hmm. 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 Well. Huh. <laughs> I feel like you get kind of a cookie taste after the coffee bitterness. Actually, you know, I'm, I'm kind of getting it, actually. There is something there. I feel like the rest of my flavoring is still at the bottom of my drink. Yeah, I think the hot one is probably better mixed up for you since they mm-hmm. don't. Since yeah. the, cup is, the cup is the art, mm-hmm. the Christmas cup there. Um, so they don't need to layer it like they do for you. Ours is mixed up pretty well. It tastes, it tastes pretty good, it tastes actually. Like, I kind of like, like it. Yet again, this is like how I feel like every time we do some sort of coffee thing, mm-hmm. if you handed it to me and didn't tell me what it was, mm-hmm. I wouldn't think it's something special. You wouldn't really? think sugar cookie? No. I wouldn't be like, oh, sugar cookie, for sure. But no. what do you think of the almond milk? Because normally you, you yeah, are that, that your tastes milk good. Milk, yeah. yeah, for sure. I, it tastes good. Like It tastes good, for sure. But at the same time, I wouldn't be like, oh, this must be some holiday, you might not make the holiday connection. special. I don't think That's so. A, I thought that at first, but after you let it sit a little bit, I think I I do get the sugar cookie flavor. But yeah, you're, you're like, so right. If you just if you went in completely blind, mm. and you could say this for so many things, I think yeah. uh, that we taste. If you didn't know what it was supposed to be flavored after before you went in and tried it, I don't know. Like if it was a mystery flavor, yeah, I don't know how many people would knock it out of the park. I no. gotta feel like I'm getting it's it's like a mixture between a shortbread and like the Biscoff cookie, kind of. Yeah, like just a little bit of that cookie flavor yeah. after. But you know, it's hard to power through with the the coffee first. Yeah, <laughs> you're always gonna get that bitterness. You need with a it. straw. I, I know they I don't give something. them to you there, but yeah. if you got a straw, would uh, you well, know? Well, not bad. Uh, if anybody tries the sugar plum uh, <laughs> pastry item, yes. I mean, how that one is. I'm really in curious to see if that was good. I think uh, I think I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Like I am too. Yeah, I, I think, think it's good. I think right. it tastes really good. I, I'm going to give would... it a one straw. I need someone to bring me one so that I can mix mine up to really enjoy it. I think I'm going to give it five dollars and 45 cents yeah that's how much it was and 45 cents <laughs> well we liked it better than the what was the october one that oh, we, we tried we tried like an app was the it apple, apple one? one? Oh yeah that apple was, no was good. trash no good we didn't like so that bad. but this one we do like this right. one's actually good this is uh I, I too expensive for me to order it but if money was no object yeah i'd be getting this yes <laughs> when someone's buying it for you yeah. make sure you order this that's one. right yes. that's exactly right why pay for so many streaming services that you don't really care about? When you cannot really care about the riot for free. Radio U. Uh, during that and even after, why is your stomach hurting you? Yeah, so I'm not feeling too great this morning. Uh, last night, I don't know, like, what the deal was. I woke up today, I was feeling kind of weird, you know, and then, like, I, I threw, like, a bang in my stomach, obviously, so that just tore everything yeah. up. And now I'm eating this sugar cookie uh, coffee or whatever, which is also probably stirring up my stomach. But last night, I made just a bad decision. 
we went. I went out to dinner with my roommate and his and his dad because every now and then we'll, we'll go out to dinner with his dad and do a little a little a little dinner date and stuff. And yesterday there was like this special going on for oysters. <laughs> They had a deal on them. Now, listen, I've learned this this morning. If there's ever a deal going on oysters, it probably means the oysters aren't, like, great. They're about to expire. Yeah, probably. And so uh, my stomach is feeling real weird this morning. Okay, but you won't even eat tomatoes. Why would you eat oysters? Yeah, right? That's so weird. Isaiah has the palate of, like, we've joked a toddler. It's like pizza... Uh, chicken, like that's it. Yeah. Hamburgers, oysters. How many toddlers do you know, though? Because the toddlers will eat like the same five things, but then there'll be the one weird thing. It'll be that like, and they like beef jerky for some yeah. reason. It just makes hey, no sense. Well, that's Isaiah. Does, he likes oysters. Yeah. That's not a weird thing. Beef jerky's great. For a kid to I like almost it got is. beef jerky this morning at the gas station. I was like, you know what? Maybe that'll turn my day around. So were the oysters like fried or something? No, they're just straight up, just raw oysters. They're oh, I can't so do good, that. though. They they were really, really good oysters. Yeah. Uh, they had like the little uh, sauce with them, and like the like, little bit of lemon on top, and they, they were fantastic. Man. But whenever I, I would go to Florida, like with my family on vacation, my parents would convince me in like trying oysters. Yeah, and I'm not a big trier of things, I've... but uh, I for whatever reason I actually tried it, and, and I was like, like you know what, I kind of like this, even though it like looks kind of like snot hmm. and kind of has this super weird texture that everybody hates. But I actually like them enough makes, to order them. It makes wow. you wonder what other things you might like if you just actually well, try them. Well, I mean, going <laughs> into it, steps. I knew I, I would probably like it, you know. So at this point, uh, let's just keep track for the day. Uh, the oysters last night, you had a bang. You had the iced sugar cookie almond milk latte. Yeah. Um, you might want to take it easy. I, I know. Your maybe stomach's just not feeling good. Go get a ginger ale or like a an Sprite apple or sauce something. or something, yeah. something easy. A take it, some yeah. saltine crackers. I've oh, got, yeah. I've got saltine. chicken soup. In the other room. Ooh. I know you're not sick, sick, but you know that's just the kind of stuff you eat. It's easy on your stomach. Well, yeah. and also keep track. Let's know if you throw up. So. Yeah. <laughs> if I throw up, I'm going home. <laughs> no, I'm just going home. No, I'm just wait. going home. Dude, that doesn't count as sick time when you do it to yourself. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna see me come out of the bathroom in three minutes and be like, "Well, I threw up." <laughs> see you guys. Show was fun today. I hate when your stomach's so upset and you're just like, "Well, we're gonna see how this goes," but you just know deep down, yeah, like something's gonna it's happen. Just I'm like, yeah. It's just Hopefully, there. it doesn't happen. Now, especially since we have like the cameras going, yeah. it'd be a whole disaster in here. Oh, it would I'm ruin not. the rest of the show. It'd smell terrible if in here. You, if you throw up in here, I'm not cleaning it up. I'm telling you right now. Is that something I'd have to do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, if I threw up, you guys would make me clean up my own. Why puke? would we clean it up? We because didn't I'm throw feeling up. not good. <laughs> If you hey, threw up in your hut tonight, clean it right up for you. I'll, I'll hold your mustache. There you go, yes. <laughs> that's all I'll do. But it is th- that's all, we can't help you any other way. This is the Worst of the Riot podcast. Ben texted in and said, Good morning. Does Isaiah know that raw oysters are still alive when you eat them? And he said, What did you say? Like, I didn't, I didn't even really think oysters were like alive <laughs> ever. I swear. He said they're like trees. It's like, it's like a tree. Like a tree's alive, but it's not like alive, like alive, alive. Like I'm alive. And then he keeps saying like they don't have legs. Yeah. They, they can't move. You can't move. They can't are move. Are you alive? Yes. And now I'm showing you video here. Of the movie. I'm not even convinced this that's real. This is actually real. a clam or a sea scalp yeah. or whatever, but it's Way still different. showing it. They're the same family of animals. That doesn't they're, mean that they're, they're, they and, all uh, a key word they there is alive. animals. They are animals. They are not trees. They are not vegetation. They I are s- 
in the in the in the family tree of clans and oh, scallops. Don't say tree. And he doesn't like that. They, they are a tree. Like I we can't said. believe you said out loud they're like a tree. They are because like a tree's alive, but it's not actually alive because it can't move. Oh my gosh! Can like you, an oyster. Like I said, if I put it next to me. It would never leave that place. Because but it's, it's on land. Yeah, it's I, on it, land. But like, if it's in water, it's just gonna like what, like float around with the current. I'm like, it's not actually, you that is not real, Hudson. It is real. You can't believe everything you see on the internet. That thing was going way too fast. There's no chance it was actually moving <laughs> like that. Let me Especially find another video for when you. Then. Babies, like when baby, like oysters are babies. They they swim around. They have a swimming stage mm-hmm. in their growth, and then they go find the shell and stuff, and then they make the pearls, and that's what they do. And then you eat them. It's so cute, actually, watching these things swim. The little baby. They just, like, hop around. The baby oysters. Yeah. Well, so, they, it's these are, I guess, scallops, and but still a shelled little thing with a creature inside of it, mm-hmm. and it just, like, hops around. It's pretty amazing, But you actually. have to think, like, when you look at an oyster, like that little grimy thing that I ate last night, yeah. there's no way that thing is alive. It is. It just looks like snot. There's no way that's actually a thing. It's like a snail. It is. Oh. But it a is, snail a can lot. like crawl. Like a it, snail's like an uh, actual oyster animal. Can swim. No, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. <laughs> I can't. That's it. I can't. I just can't. Now knowing what you know, Isaiah, are you going to continue to eat oysters? <laughs> yes, because I've learned nothing. I still believe exactly what I believed before, which is that this is not even a real creature. All right, Isaiah. Last question. Yes. What else do you think, food-wise, that's like a tree? That's like a tree. I don't know if there's anything else that I think is like a tree because would there's you no eat other a tree. Would I eat a tree? No, I wouldn't eat a tree. But you're saying an oyster's like a tree. Yeah, but an oyster's a food. <laughs> because it's alive. But it's, that's not how food works. Yeah, broccoli. Is broccoli alive? Yes, yeah. it is alive. Exactly. An oyster is like broccoli. But Same no, deal. Same not... deal. Bro- Same thing. Broccoli. Oh, I don't know how we can I'm keep so going. Tired. There's a difference between vegetation uh, and a plant yeah, and, and an a, animal. And an animal. And are an oyster sh- is an animal and sure? a broccoli is a plant. Are we sure an oyster isn't categorized as a vegetable? We're it's, sure. It's- it hurts. Everyone is sure except for you. Is there a meat that is that isn't alive? Is that is that a thing? There can't be, right? Uh, plant-based meat. Yeah. There like, you go. No. That, <laughs> that was created. That was manufactured in a lab. Uh, Scientists. It's just right a weird here. thing. I, I know. Obviously, there's a lot of listeners that are clearly on my side about this. <laughs> um, so it's just a weird thing to be able to comprehend that that little. Like the snotty thing was alive when you ate it last night. Is the a living creature were alive? I just I feel that you're just in denial. I just didn't see point. it move when I was eating it. it I, I had it in there move. exactly it because it can't move. move because it can't move. It, can. it doesn't. Because I didn't see it do it. I didn't see it do it. You've taken it out of the area it moves in. <laughs> so you're saying? So what everybody's saying here is if I took that oyster that I was about to eat last night and, and I just dropped it in the water, it would just float away. It could move around. It may there. or may not. I don't believe it there's no way there's no way i was holding it in my hand if i put that thing in water there's no way it would just scoot it along if you watched it long enough if you watched it long enough it would just swim away i don't believe that yeah that's it that's it we're never gonna get anywhere with him (laughs) i feel like i need to invite a guest speaker in or something Uh an oyster expert an oyster expert expert. yeah (laughs) or someone who knows more about trees yes they're not anywhere along those same lines some sort of professional that could uh could that could help me all I'm right, so, well, thank you, Isaiah. Yes, of so course. Tired. Just please so, go to the other room it's now. Such a, it's a long morning. <laughs> if you missed out on the next riot moment when it originally aired, you don't know how lucky you are. You're listening to the worst of the riot podcast.
podcast. Uh, do me a favor, will you? Yeah. Can you make the sound that Donkey Kong makes? Uh, the video game? Yeah. Oh, like gosh. In, like in uh, Super Mario Racing, or what's it called? Mario Kart. Mario Super Kart. Mario Racing. You know, I don't think I even remember. You don't remember the sound? I don't. Well, that's Can why you make you the haven't sound? Been, that's why you haven't been cast as Donkey Kong in the new movie. <laughs> he was never a player that I always went with. You didn't go with Donkey Kong? No, I'd always go with Princess Peach for well, anything. if you pick Donkey Kong, he goes something like, ooh, ooh. Hey. Does that sound like Donkey Kong? I don't know, but I don't care. Like that's yeah, perfect. That, it's good either way, right? I know, I'll take it. I'm uh I'm going for the role, but unfortunately it's already been taken by Seth Rogen. He is going to be uh, voicing Donkey Kong, so hopefully he can do that that voice. No that offense sound. to Seth Rogen. He has a sound to his voice. Uh-huh. And It people, doesn't sound like Donkey Kong to you? Well, people were they were mostly excited when they announced the Mario lineup. Yeah. So Chris Pratt is Mario. Other people are other characters. Yeah. I can't remember him, but I remember Seth Rogen, they said, would be Donkey Kong. Yeah. And he just has his one voice. Yeah. That he it's does. hard for him to disguise it, right? Yeah. I was looking at the is. cast. I knew that Chris Pratt was going to be Mario. And I don't know. I, d- I don't know how I'm going to feel about the... The Donkey Kong uh, part? I don't know how I'm going to feel about all of it. Because it's Chris Pratt uh, is Mario. Charlie Day is Luigi. Jack Black is Bowser. It's all like recognizable voices. Hey, everybody liked Jack Black as Bowser. Yeah. Everybody thought he'd be a perfect person. It's just recognizable voices, but Mario, also Mario and Luigi just have recognizable voices. So it's Chris Pratt. Are they going to like, are these people going to try to imitate the voices? that you would hear in the games or are they going to just do their regular voice which i don't think will fit for a lot of them although to be fair i don't know when i've never heard bowser talk or uh well donkey kong doesn't (laughs) seem to really talk he just makes the uh, the side note is yesterday chris pratt was kind of trending yeah i won't go into why but when i was seeing that all trending some people brought up it was also trending of voice actors who are mad at chris pratt for taking roles uh-huh. because he's going to be Mario and he's going to be Garfield. Yeah. So that was two roles that they think should go to professional voice actors uh-huh. and not him or other just actors. Mm, well, I'll shed a tear for the voice actors. <laughs> uh, they I thought they should get it. Yeah, I'm sure they did. Yeah. So, I well, feel like I should get it too. But You, you, know. you can't even get Donkey Kong because that's going to Seth yeah, Rogen. But the, uh, the reason I bring it up is, of course, we know the Mario movie uh, they are making it now, and that will be coming out in December of 20, uh, 2022, so a little over a year from now. Mm-hmm. And then, assuming that goes well, they've already started working on giving Seth Rogen's Donkey Kong his own movie. Oh, so he'll do the voice for the whole thing. He'll, yeah, so Donkey oh. Kong will be the star in a follow-up to Super Mario Brothers, the movie. Again, assuming this is it's in production, so they're working on it, and they've the reports have leaked about it. However, that's all subject to change. If Mario bombs at the theaters and people really hate it, and it doesn't make a lot of money, then they might just can the Donkey Kong thing too. But uh, they hope but it otherwise, well. the Seth Rogen voice that you know and love 
will be uh, having its entire love. movie with Donkey Kong. As in love is a really strong word. Come on. You don't want to throw love out too early in the relationship. <laughs> Maybe getting to know each other. Yeah. So, so you're going to get to know Seth Rogen a little more. I'm getting to know his voice as Donkey Kong. Uh-huh. We'll have to decide later if yeah, we like we it. Yeah, we have to hear if he can do it as good as I can. Uh, that's hard to beat. <laughs> so that's going to be Illumination Entertainment. They're the ones doing the Mario movie. Mm-hmm. And then they would be the same ones to do Donkey Kong after. Yes. So 20, uh, December 21st, 2022. Mark your calendars. Don't forget about that Mario movie. And make sure it does really well so Seth Rogen can have his Donkey Kong movie too. If not, Hudson's ready to be. What's I'm the, ready to step in. What's the second person when there's a play um, in, in case something happens? Understudy. You're the understudy. I'm the understudy. <laughs> Although some might say the student has surpassed the teacher. True. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were one of the lucky few who missed the riot when they were live. Yet here you are. I also like to live dangerously. This is the worst of the riot podcast. What we really want to talk about. Also, if you go and watch that video. You might, if you look closely, might see Isaiah's mustache that he crustache, has. Crustache, whatever you want to call it. I look a little bit dirty as well. A what? I look, a crustache? A Oh, I never heard I've of never that. It's crusty that and dirty, and I feel dirty when I look at myself in the mirror right you now. You do feel like it. it's like a, it's not slimy. Yeah. But you know, like, I feel gross. You're yeah. just like, a person I feel gross. where you're like, what's that? Is that drawn on? Or what yeah, is I know. <laughs> what is, is there something on your <laughs> lip? Like, what is What's going on over there? I feel dirty. So are you going to grow a mustache for No Shave November? Yeah. So I I haven't completely committed to it. Like every day I I was going to grow a beard. Mm -hmm. And then I got three days in. (laughs) And I was like, this cannot continue. And so that was like, maybe I'll just do a mustache. Don't say Isaiah didn't try. Yeah, I I tried. I fully committed for like three days. And then my cheeks were all itchy. And I was like, I just don't want to do this. I was like, mustache doesn't bother me. At all. Yeah. And so I just shaved everything except for the mustache. And now I'm in this weird place where, like, I don't want to be seen in public. This whole camera thing we're <laughs> yeah. doing here really makes me uncomfortable. Because my face feels weird and I feel like I look weird. And uh, so now I'm in this weird spot where well, I don't like it, but I'm doing it. Have you had a mustache before? Like, do you know how many days you have to get into it till it starts filling in? I haven't had a mustache probably in like three years. I would say it was the last time I tried to grow one, and then I then I couldn't even come close. Yeah. But now I don't know how many more days I have until I start looking slightly respectable. Yeah, it's uh, it, it looks like you have a ways to go. Yeah, it <laughs> does. <laughs> Feels that way too. If I was, I just I know your cheeks were itchy, but I I'd feel that just because you have a mustache and a ha- beard doesn't it, mean yeah, you I know. Have yeah. Don't don't mustache shame it me. Must <laughs> mustache shame. It took a while to get to where I was as well, so I I understand the struggle, but I feel that maybe you might have. It might have benefited you to, to just deal it, with the yeah. itch for a few days, even if you didn't want to deal with it long term. Yeah. Just so that the the uh, stubbly mustache wasn't so much of an issue. Well, just I know. lay low this weekend, and then on Monday, maybe it'll be grown in more. Yeah, for sure. By Monday, I feel like it'll look a little better. If I would have kept the beard, it would have looked pretty pretty normal, mm-hmm. for sure. But now well, that I've just isolated the mustache, the, the just a little bit of hair I have, it looks terrible. I'll tell Why you, don't you use, like, a beard oil or something? I, I, I Everybody just could, always I couldn't says commit that. to that. Like, I, if I'm going to do this, I, was, I wasn't I was committed to start. I didn't want to buy something and then have it last three days and be like, nah, I still don't want to do it. And then beard. now I have this beard oil that I'm never going to use again. But beard oil is fine and then you know like it probably would help your mustache grow in more it doesn't oh, is go that, bad. is that how that works it's um, like a growing serum i don't know people say that i don't think there's any way to really stimulate growth of facial hair other than just letting it grow i heard facial massage is a way oh, oh yeah i'm into that 
even so worse. So you're doing so like, that to yourself? I do it every morning. I a do facial? just a two-finger, a two-finger <laughs> one. <laughs> you're like, grow mustache, grow, I know. please. I, I was going to say. 30 minutes before bed, just a double hand. <laughs> one, one other option you could do is you could just wear a mask until it grows in. Ooh, and be, like, it's totally normal guy. now. Two years ago, that would have been odd, but now you're just like, yeah, just being extra cautious. <laughs> just want to do safe. my part, keep everybody safe, and then all of a sudden, to look at the mustache. Yeah, I know right. you don't have to tell <laughs> so them. Like why. you take that all, I'm like, why no, exactly. No. <laughs> yeah, you just uh, you 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 shield your face a little bit, a few I'll days, rock. and all of a sudden. All of a sudden, you're looking a whole lot nicer. Well, we will keep up to date throughout November with all of you guys. So if any of you guys are doing the No Shave November, mm-hmm. uh, please also include us in your journey. Yeah. yeah. Send in your crusty photos you so tried? I don't feel so bad. Have you so far taken a picture every day? I haven't taken oh, photos yet. Oh, that'd be yet. great. That'd be great for a timeline. I know. So if I come in on Monday and this is still on my lip, just know that this weekend went terrible for yeah. me. <laughs> you have to keep it on. A lot of weird looks. Definitely my way. <laughs> You've made it all the way to the end of the worst of the riot. This show only exists because of support from listeners like you. Find out more and help out at RadioU.com slash donate. Download our app in iTunes and the Google Play Store. Hi, everyone. This is Ellen. I have had the extreme good fortune to be your GM for Kids on Bikes, a mystery down under for this season of Rollercast, and it has just been a blast. And I would like to thank you all so, so much for your support. I am a first time GM. It's scary. It's nervous. But you all sent me such lovely words. And I know that support means a lot to me and to the rest of the guys who have been giving such amazing performances for this season. If you are looking for other ways to support us on this podcast, we do have a Patreon. So you can head to patreon.com forward slash babybeard and you can find a plethora of fun stuff there, exclusive stuff, but mainly every little bit helps us to keep making this show for free. If you got no money, no problems. We have also been nominated for the Australian Podcast Awards 2021 Best Fiction Podcast, Roll to Cast. That's right. It's all coming together. We've all worked so, so hard for this and your support has helped us every single step of the way. But we still need some votes for the Listener's Choice Awards. So if you go to australianpodcastawards.com, type in Roll to Cast and vote for us, we would just be eternally grateful. For next week, we will have our post Kids on Bikes season wrap-up interview where we all get together, we hash out what was good, what was bad, where it all went spectacularly and where we could have maybe changed things up. And also we will announce what the next season of Rollercast will be. Woohoo! We've been sitting on this for so long, so we just want to finally let it out and scream it from the rooftops, but I'm afraid you'll have to come back next week and see what we're all going to be about. Then the week after that, we will be interviewing the creators of Kids on Bikes, Jonathan Gilmore and Doug Lewandowski, and we get to pick their brains. It's going to be so, so, so much fun. Thank you all 
so much. I will return you to the grand finale of Kids on Bikes, A Mystery Down Under. But before I let you go, I just wanted to say... Gee, thanks, mate. Previously on Mystery Down Under, Sun is busy beating down on the lonely coastal town of Warrawirrin. Dickie! What? I think you should go outside and get some sunlight. Don't I? What's going on? Can we do a tea party? Eric. His father's not going to work. He's going to have to sneak out of the house. Welcome to the annual Warrawirrin Surfing Championship of 1970. Hey, Bree, what are you doing sitting out here on your own? Ah, uh, I'm waiting for, for the opening. And you're coming, Dickie? Yeah, hi, Bree. See an opal form here in the... Echo Cave. Truly something that we will be puzzling about for however many years. Did you hear that? What? Huh? What did you hear? I didn't say anything, Huey. Yeah, what? Huey? I didn't say anything. And then clap! It's like a flash of light. Ah. You don't know where it came from. The hell was that? Where's Brianna? Wait, what? How did you... Is Brianna here? There is a hullabaloo. If you really cared about her, you would have stood up for her more. We should be in there. We wouldn't be here if we didn't believe you. Kind of digging through your bag. It's an opal. Diggy, what the hell? It's moving, don't you think? Brianna! Hey! Hollow Town. Hollow Town. Did you hear that? Yeah. I see something. You see a glass being poured. Opal in your pocket. It cracks. I'm going to throw it as much as I can underwater. Something slithers out. It needs a name, right? Mm. Real. <laughs> you saw a blackboard. Well, that must be like a school then, right? Send her down, Huey. Real is about. freaking the fuck out. Canst thou draw out Leviathan with a hook? Now, now. And I saw Wooly, and he was hurting her. So he's choosing them. For what? The logo that the uh, mining company used. Also that abandoned house that I was talking about. Okay, let's go to the abandoned house. A then. preserved opal human skeleton in the yes. dirt. Goldie? Gold teeth? I don't know if there's anything that can opalize that quickly. Maybe Briel can. And Bree begins to shimmer. Is now approximately the size of... A small dog. I think we have to go to the mine. You better stop before you hit something that you don't want to see. You're going to make me? Real tenses around your neck. This car erupts. Sees the biggest building and goes, the answers will be in there. They own the building that Goldie was buried in. Woolly had it written on his blackboard, right? The reports that we're getting, it just doesn't seem to add up. The opals that we've been finding, they're not opals. Maybe they used them to try and do stuff to the kids who went missing. That poem has been used as a kind of trigger. Mine control. You see the much older Kate Thompson. North Limited are sucking the lifeblood out of whatever lives below Warrawood. And he just kind of throws himself at the door. Brianna! It's almost like she's a battery. The amount of wires that are coming from her. I'm keeping the town alive. By hurting this creature. Where are we, Mr. Wally? I like to think of it as a mirror. This had what we were lacking. And she offers a hand to you. Can I? Wally's with them. They're outside of the mine. You should go now. Clutching on to its crystalline fur, Dickie, you feel (laughs) the power of this beast surging through you as it lopes forward through the empty plant, out the doors, and comes face to face with your friends, John Owen Eric. And Bill Woolley, just as Eric is about to strike. What's your game plan, Eric? Tackle him. Nice. Because <laughs> say, game plan? <laughs> I will add, punch in the face once he's tackled him. Punch I'm him. helping. As, oh. as he goes, I go with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So you're, you're a tag team. Oh, yeah. Lovely. We're as one here. Okay. Punch in, in the, the eye. In that case, <laughs> we're trying to do a combination attack where I'm catching him off guard and then... You are, Jono's coming in with the big, the the big fists. Yeah, go high, go low. 
you picking up one I mean, and put him down. I'm there to throw him off, to catch him off guard, to, <laughs> to unbalance him. Yeah. And then John is there to break his nose or something. Mm. Now I've thrown him off his rhythm. <laughs> my impression of him is that he, like, does. I, I, in my mind, he's a portly fellow. Oh, in my mind, he's thin and reedy. Yeah, I've got, oh, I've, okay. got, I've got Patrick Stewart in my head. Either way, he's not like... He's not a fighting man. No. Doesn't seem that way. So hopefully, two strapping 15, 16 yeah. year olds punch him in the face. Square effect, that's my hope. That is a good hope. He's Lovely. Got, hey, he's got something So, just to yeah, reiterate, Eric, you're just trying to blindside him? Yes. And, um, Jono, you're looking to put a uh, fist in the gullet. <laughs> I'm or... looking to... Get him in the eye. In the eye. Get yes. him in the eye. Yes. Sock him in the eye. Get him in the bloody magical eye. Fantastic. So I want to hurt him. I'm going to say that flight mm-hmm. can be used to just basically bum rush. Great. Uh, Jono, that's a fight. It's not that's a very good stat for me, but oh right. Them's fighting words. Yep. Oh, your fight is six. My fight is six. Mine is oh. 12. Maybe I should be fighting. No, you're flighting. You're doing it. No, I am flighting. Yeah, and you are fighting. Yeah. So let's let's just because I'm not good at it. You know, doesn't mean true. Doesn't mean it's not what I'm using. Well, right I might be now. able to help you as well. Yeah, I'm not. He's not used to attacking. He's a, he's a protective yeah. he boy. Protect, he yeah. don't attack. Yeah. So this is this is not his natural. He's going against his natural inclination. That's good. And you're I have learning these. and growing. I yeah, have all of these. Have I have four Jesus adversity Christ. tokens. So Jesus could... Christ! You got to spend them. Yeah, we'll see how this you is your do. Big moment. So knock him off. Bells. Yes, uh, it's going to be flight v flight just for this first bum rush. Okay, but you're probably going to be. Uh, we're rolling off against each other. Okay, cool. So let's see what the dice say. What'd you get? I rolled a four on a d20. Ooh. Look at all those tokens well, you have. Wooly <laughs> rolled a three <gasps> on a d10. So you're just, you're not, it's not as fast as you can obviously do. Yeah. But the adrenaline is pumping. The idea comes to you like almost halfway while you're beginning to move towards him. And he's just kind of so struck that you're actually making a move. That you just managed to kind of, and are you just trying to tackle him to the ground? Yeah, a gangly, like yep. a gangly body, like just kind of jumping onto him and kind of like tripping him up Fantastic. and tangling yeah. him. Yeah, we're you, going in the pit, aren't we? You both go down <laughs> in the pit, in, in the, the pit, pit, in the pit, in the Jono. Yeah, the while John. he's down, you're trying to sock him in the face. Yeah, so while they're while they're going, I'm just going to try and you know get some knees on him and just punch, you know, that that way of flailing, you know, repeated crosses to the face people do in street fights, you know, just wailing on someone. That's the goal. Fantastic. Well, it's uh, it's your fight versus Woolies Brawn. Ellen, can I help? Uh, yeah, yeah. Are you also trying to fight or... I mean, in, in that way, yeah. I got a four... Mm-hmm. But I have tokens to spend. Do you do you want me to roll? What's the, how do we how do we how do help we, each other? We, what fight? did he get? He got a one. Doesn't matter. Uh, Don't worry. About it won't it. even help. But I mean, shitty you, old man. But I mean, if the roll is greater by around three, they're hurt, but they can still shake it off. So I, because he is like inexperienced at fighting, he's a fifteen-year-old. He's flailing basically and the punches are are not very well directed mm-hmm. they're sort of at the general area of his head right and and whatever he does he can you know move his head so they don't get a huge amount of purchase so it's more just kind of bruising and disorienting than actual knockout blows yeah 
I think then Eric might do like a fight solo rather than trying to assist. Yep. Um, if that's okay, if there's, no, like, yeah, there's not absolutely. Re- is there not really a turn order in this does, game. No, no. Does he have like a fight back against us? Because we've both done two things. We've both done our attacking action, right? Because yeah. usually fights are both people do the aggress- aggression, right? Or is the the fast move what yeah. like, stunned him? He's already yeah. down on the ground yeah. and you've restrained him. Yeah. All that he's trying to do is just resist, uh, yep. which yep. I've been rolling for, and it's just not happening. No. For boys, him. boys. <laughs> boys. Um, Ouch. Actually, however, however, he will try that angle. He's going to try a charm. I thought he might. He's very good at that. I'm not sure what to do here in terms of rolling off with... Maybe it's a... Grit? Grit. Yeah, it's versus grit. Let's see how you're affected. I got a nine. Hmm. I exploded a ten to eleven. Oh. Well, he got a fourteen. I'll spend um, some points. Hey. <laughs> Do I have to draw or beat? I, you have to beat it. Yeah. So I rolled. So that means I have to give up four points, yes. right? Yeah, I got one to spare. I don't have enough to beat it because that would take <laughs> five tokens. I'm guessing he like whimpers or something. Yeah, just, oh. uh, stop, stop, please. And, and I'm just I, not willing to. I'm not to- fighting you. I'm just not willing to hurt someone who's not defending you themselves. You can't kick a man yeah. when they're yeah, down. Yeah, it seems yeah. needlessly cruel. He, so I hold my yeah. bl- punches for a second. His his hands kind of are raised to his his face, you know, shielding himself from your blow. Oh. And just in the blink of an eye, he reaches to his pocket and presses something. Oh, oh that's no. That's enough for Eric to, like... I, I, it makes sense for Jono to be hesitant because he's yeah. a defender. Yeah. Eric is not. What are you trying to do, Eric? Break his face. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a, definitely a fight. Them's fighting words. Or it, has he pressed? Has he done the thing? He presses something and you hear <sighs> static over the intercom. Is there, There's no chance of me getting in there faster. Okay, that's fine. All right. Well, he's a bad man. He's a bad, bad man. Send her down, Huey. The Rouse about oh, no! an obscene petition addressed to our Lord. I'm on the goddamn beat. <laughs> is that coming through a radio or something? Or is an that... intercom oh, through the plant. Uh... Oh no, I'm surrounded Shut by it. them. <laughs> Shut it down. Well, Shut it down. I'm going to break his face and then we'll deal with that later. You yeah. hear the moans of the Leviathan in the pit. <sighs> Briel is thrashing and writhing. I rolled an eight for fight. Yeah. His brawn is a one. <laughs> so it's by seven. Yep. So. What does that make? Yeah. You kill him. <laughs> He's badly hurt. What What do you do, Eric? What's the you next, tell me what's what you do. What's the next increment? Ten. What do I have to get to? T- oh, to ten? Yeah. It's yeah. like ten Greater and above. Greater than ten more and uh, okay. more um, is catastrophic. So and what are you up probably by? put him in the hospital. Uh, I'm, up, I'm, I'm up by seven points. Eight, oh, nine. my God. You're helping. <laughs> you're 10, 11. No, no, I got one, mate. You, oh, hold, okay. you hold on to one. Yeah. You're helping him kill. Okay. Yep. yep. Yes. Yep. All yes, right. I am. All we'll right. bump it up to catastrophic through my loyal help. <laughs> yeah. So I hesitate. He presses the button and we share a look and we we knock him the fuck out. Yeah. 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 So you just. One both. of us. I, I lift him through his fucking. He's got his pristine suit, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. I grab him by the lapels. I haul him up and I punch him in the face really hard. And we just let him 
go in, into the pit. I uh, I punch. <laughs> what I want to do yeah. is I want to punch him with all the might of an angry teenager. Yeah, you, you with a skinny body, mm-hmm. with anger and fury and confusion and years of being on the receiving end of a just fight back. I want to put his nose to the back of his skull. You hear the whimpering of Briel. The moaning of the creature as your fist connects with his nose, splintering it and pushing it into the base of his skull. Jono, you hold on to his lapels of his previously pristine woolen suit and as he slumps down he just slips out of your grasp and he tumbles 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 into the bottom of the pit he was right Jono one person is worth everyone else hey We need to stop that fucking broadcast. (laughs) I also imagine Kate in the other room goes, ow. Ow, (laughs) my face. My face. Uh, We should have got that button off him before I dropped him in the pit. (laughs) (laughs) Is the Leviathan and fucking Brianna also freaking the fuck out? The ones that I'm on and behind? Brianna is kind of shaking. But from the strength of her, it, it, it manages to keep that psychic link between her and this wolf so that it continues to run, run. And where, where are you planning to go? I'll just be like, Brianna, do you know where that sound is coming from? We need to destroy the, we need to destroy the box. I just, it's coming from, I don't know. It's, can it, it's can from he, an intercom. Can he look around to see if there's like, to, to find the source of this noise? He's looking to see... If he can find a place to basically fucking turn this shit off. You could probably access it from... Or you might be able to override it. Yeah. Um, like if there's like a control room. Or if there's another thing that needs to go over the intercom. Like a like a fire alarm. Yeah, if we like know where that control room is. Where like where all that tech and audio would be coming from. That's where he would want to head to. So I would guess that would be like... If it's coming over the tannoy, right? Mm. That would be like the foreman's office, yeah. right? Yeah. Where they could say, all right, boys, we all need to go and Smoke have... Smoke <laughs> You know, they would do announcements over all the different tannoy speakers. So yeah. that would be... Out the front? Maybe a, like a foreman's hut in yeah. here or in the main plant. It's like one of like the cabins that would be aside yeah. from yes. the main buildings, yeah. basically. Like a little could, glass booth. Yeah. You could maybe like see the strings, like the wires that connect it to the tannoy system. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm those. thinking. Like if I can see where the, the sound's coming from, then follow it to its base almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you um, give me a give me a brains of ten. You brain, kind brain, of brain, you've brain. kind of figured it out. So you've got most of the your ducks lined up. Fuck. What? I've got a seven. Mm. Eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. Why do you need three? Because it's ten. Yes. Yeah, I can only give you in twos because they're oh, worth really? two. Well, because I'm loyal. Thank you. Because uh, he's dim. We did it. We did, we did it. it. Loyal. We did it. I'm using them. I'm using my loyalty tokens. You look around. Tokens. You see the little. You see the little booth, and you kind of. Um, he like scans as he's like darting his yeah. head, and he like taps Brianna on the shoulder. Like over there, like. Can we follow that now? So it's it's Dickie saying we need to find out where it's coming from, yeah. 
and that's your it's your idea but Jono's like the foreman's hut Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's that small one that, that's beside the main building. Let's just go, 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 go! go. You hear the the moaning as this mass of tentacles and spines is lashing around. The earth begins to quake. Hope that's only on our side. Crumble. Eric is going to run up to the big one. Yes. How big is it, by the way? Like, how big is this thing? A school? Imagine the size that it would take to 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 dig for an iron mine, like the like an excavation. Yes. Imagine that. Uh. But it's but it's full to the brim. So I would say like a a large building complex. It would be like a football field. Mm-hmm. Like it's like a coliseum stadium. Yes, a stadium size. So yes. it, and it would it would be like a stadium, and that's the cup, and yep. it would sit in the cup. Yes, yep. but instead it's a mine. Yes, is it formless, or is it just many you, different kinds of forms? It's like an amalgamation of every mm. creature you've ever seen. It's like something that comes from the depths of the ocean, but then it's also a reptile. But then it seems like it has feathered. Bits sprouting yeah. from it, and the longer you try Tails. and look at it, it doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, it's like a platypus. What is it? A duck or a beaver? I don't know. No, I don't know. <laughs> well, Eric, good luck communing with it. Uh, we're gonna try and stop. Send it down, Hugh. Jono, Brianna, Jess, Dicky, you rush. And Briel, I'm gonna scoop up. And Briel, Briel's yeah. with you. Yeah, because Briel's suffering. So, so I'm going to hold her. Are you clock. running alongside us? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Briel may jump out of your arms. Oh, okay. And run towards Eric as it goes to rescue. As it goes with Eric towards its brethren, mother, father, brother, sister, source, whatever. <laughs> Hive mind. Yes. <laughs> Return to its origin. Yes. Yeah. So, so, wh- so when, how, when yes. Brill jumps out and runs that way, that's where I think I notice that, that Eric is gunning for it. Is gunning for the creature, and I'm like, so you're stuck between a rock and a hard ha- place. He's doing a Harold Holt. He's bolting. <laughs> oh, we, Sorry, we've got this. To... If you do need to go with the... so, like the dust skids up as it like skids to a halt, and it's like ah, <laughs> torn between wanting to protect everyone, but. Eric once again is rushing into the the face of danger, so I'm just like, Dicky, it's on you again. <laughs> Sprint off in the other direction after Eric again. Awesome. So, Dicky, you astride this this magnificent <laughs> beast. <laughs> Dicky in his red and white shirt and black you- <laughs> shorts. Blonde hair, big round glasses. With your new crystal friends. Holding holding onto the opalized form of a girl he has a crush on in front of him. Astride a fucking uh, larger brill than he's used to. The uh, earth quaking around him, going towards the sound of an old Australian folktale. Well, young Brilliant. love never did run smooth. <laughs> Love it. You get to the hut. It's um, you can kind of enter it, and but there's a lot of kind of buttons and dials. 
What are you kind of looking for? I think like so as um, the creature uh, which he's going to name Levi because it's a smaller version of Leviathan. Oh. Um, so Levi. He's good with the names. It's good, yeah. Uh, <laughs> very biblical, very uh, Hebrew, very mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, Levi skids uh, kind of like the way a, a bike would skid onto the side and he flips one leg around and slides down the tail. Um <laughs> Onto his feet. <laughs> Flintstone, the shit in here. Yeah, I love it. But he doesn't stick the landing. It kind of falls on his butt. Oh. Um, and he gets up. like, Jess, 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 come on, come on, come on, come on. We got to do it. We got to do it. Okay, 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 I, I don't know what. Dickie, calm down. I don't know what I'm looking for. And he like, and he rushes in. He's like, okay, um, so we need, um, there's, and he's like looking at all these machines now that mm-hmm. are in there. And he's looking specifically for something that has buttons that are lighting up, like that are going the same tone as the sender down Huey. Like mm-hmm. where there's like a light, LED lights that are like kind of. Yeah. Mimicking the you're sound The waveform Yeah lights. You're looking yeah. for the levels The levels Yeah yeah, yeah. Jess kind of Looks at you In the sibling way Your eyes connect Eyebrows raised She points at Big red button Big red button Big oh, red button this one. <laughs> uh, uh, And he's like Will this make it louder Or so Who cares <laughs> Oops <laughs> The sound of the poem is suddenly replaced by a blaring alarm. But you notice that the creature's Levi is no longer shaking, and you cannot hear the poem anymore. You've replaced a, a catastrophic noise with just an annoying alarm. So, so it's a victory for today. I don't know <laughs> if I've set off something else. What? I may have set off something else. You set off something else, I think. Maybe. Maybe. So we should get back to the others and get out of here. I think that's the best plan. (laughs) Dickie, you see walking back through the doors from the plant. The six foot two figure of Bob Dooley, followed by fucking Keith. Keith Thompson. His shotgun raised. Broken fucking nose. I was going to say, does <laughs> Keith look the worst for wear? He does, but also he looks fierce and he is followed by his daughter as he keeps oh, the gun steady on her. Fuck. Jess, you stay here, okay? Stay out of sight. Where the fuck are you going? I've got this. Oh my god! What are you doing? And he's going to get on board Levi, and he's going to whisper in Levi's ears. And I'm going to give up my two tokens here (laughs) to play the unassuming trait, which, and I quote... (laughs) Oh, Jesus Christ! (laughs) Fuck, Sean! To not be seen within reason... I am going to fucking sneak up on these bastards, take the long way around with the intention of doing some bulldozing. <laughs> can I can I take that and adjust it and slightly? A, a, adjust it at your whim. Put a little bit of mm, Italiano flavour yeah. in there. Maybe something that's a little not oregano. from the mind of a ten-year-old. <laughs> I was like, you're unassuming, but the giant opal beast is not. That's why I've yes. got those two tokens. And um, <laughs> may I ask as well that you use a trait that you've got there for real. Oh, I forgot I had a whole fuck ton mm. of traits. I just have protective on me at the moment. Protective of the group. Mm. You've got fire and you've got tech. Yeah, I'm just trying to think how I might... Disable the shotgun. That's an idea. That's my <laughs> thought, yeah, yeah. 
What do you Maybe think? at an opportune moment. Yes. Yeah. So as you kind of whisper into Levi's ear your intentions, as you kind of stroke its fur and think hard about what you want to do, think about poor Kate, long-suffering, needing justice, thinking about cruel Keith and ineffectual Bob. And Levi pricks its ears up, (laughs) sniffs deeply, and you look at your hand and it's no longer there. Oh, does it go in? (laughs) Oh, cool. You are turning invisible. I become. As you ride the wolf, you and Brianna take off. Jess is going, oh my God, Dickie, where'd you go? Dickie. And you become one with the elements, one with this wolf as it races towards who it sees as the most immediate threat. Keith. I'm a leaf in the wind. Don't say that. (laughs) Bad things happen when you say that. Runs, runs down with its leaping gait, flies through the air and lashes its crystal teeth around the throat of Keith. Let me just roll for him. Fucking owned. (laughs) Get it, you abusive bastard. Fuck you. See if we can kill all three of them. Literally come out like, I've got Kate, I've got you. I'm so glad Levi didn't (laughs) go for Kate. (laughs) Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. uh, Levi just exploded a D20. Oh, no. Oh, oh Levi did good. Yeah. May I ask as well? I've been a bit cheating, but can you chuck in a psychic energy token? I know it's not real, but they are kind of one. They're and all the same. They're yes. all one and the same. We have two left. We have spent five, recovered Lovely. one using Vegemite. Uh, this is a, so we spent six. <laughs> this is kind of a, a, a genie thing. Of yes. it, it acts using you, and it tears the throat out of you. <laughs> he doesn't know what hit him. As he feels his blood hit his shoes. And he looks down. And you shimmer into view. The blazing eyes of Brianna and Dickie. And Dickie is going to hop up. He's going to extricate himself <laughs> God, what from is he Levi. Do? Pop down in front of Keith. Pick up the shotgun that oh, he's dropped. God. And just wheel it around on Bob. And just says, I'm going to advise that you don't move. (laughs) We got to our teens. (laughs) Running, uh, I'm assuming, as fast as you can. Oh, yeah. Towards the the beasts. Yes. Mm -hmm. Scrabbling Mm -hmm. into the uh, excavator pit. pit. Yes. What what are you trying to do? Well, Good question. What are you trying to do, Eric? <laughs> well, um, she's what, feeling it. <laughs> what I what I intended to do was solved. Uh, so you wanted to soothe it. Yeah, I was I was going to cause a distraction while um, ah. everyone else searched for things. So I'm I'm not quite sure. It is still in pain. Oh, okay. As the wires continuously sap. Let's free this fucking light yeah. from okay, it. Well, it's still being used to like, ex- yeah. like bring up Ooh. Yeah, okay, well then, uh, then we're going to save it. Yeah, let's, we're going to help it. Yeah. yeah. 
um, and 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 Briel's with us. Hopefully, Briel can guide us to mm-hmm. what needs to happen. I don't know. So <laughs> you get near towards it. Briel kind of and like motions. Do we just start yanking things out? I don't know. Yeah. How big are these cables? Oh god. They're quite large. They're. I'm picturing like the two of us, like both hanging onto one at a time, like those big, like kind of industrial, like. Yeah, kind of... yeah. You would definitely need to like two hands it. Yeah, because that's yeah. that would look better as well. Cinematically, you run up to the first one together. We both get a grab a hold of it. That's it. Yeah. And just start trying to extricate Hold these it. cables from yeah. this suffering beast. Yeah. The beast kind of, if it had eyes, has so many eyes. <laughs> it has no eyes and all eyes all mm. at once. <laughs> we really should get you playing Warhammer 40k. <laughs> yeah, that's right, that's true. They open and the beast kind of stirs. Whoa! <laughs> Imagining we're on top of it. And now, it right? yeah, yeah. And it kind of raises uh, it's like a tentacle Appendage. with spikes, talons almost. And rips out the rest of the tubes as you kind of unleash the first one. <laughs> <laughs> we got it going. We got it going. Cool. It looks to you. Hi. <laughs> hey. Real kind of chitters happily. Sorry about what they did to you. You feel it's face which constantly shifts and moves suddenly it's the first dog you ever had it's a fish that you remember kind of freeing and releasing back into the ocean it's a bird that you remember picking up and putting back in its nest it's all these things at once and it somehow nuzzles your head you Jono you Eric and Boreal Eric is uh, shirtless and barefoot. <laughs> Sunburnt. Yes. Bl- blood pouring on his arm. Uh, the the remains of, of broken face, nose, bone. Yes. Oh, yeah. Blood. Yeah. And it, Woolly, as uh, it is going of... to. I bet you broke a knuckle or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. His, his hand's bleeding as well. Uh, is going to put his hand on it and uh, say, I'm really sorry. And as you do, the starlight seeps into your pores, healing your knuckles, your battered hand, your sunburn. You are whole once again. And it kind of wraps both of you up and moves you impossibly far back to the opening of this fake mine as it begins to lift itself out of the pit and the earth shakes once more. This mine shakes, crumbling around you. We don't belong here. It motions to leave, lifting a tentacle, <laughs> limb... Pseudo- uh, pseudopod. I'm thinking of all of the names I have for... for, for appendages. Appendages, Phalange. Yes. Yeah. Fa- yes. In farewell, you got to get the fuck out of Dodge. I think it's waking up. <laughs> we land back on the dirt and we run for Dickie, who's holding a shotgun at Bob. Who has now kind of been brought to his knees as well by the, the swift kick 
of a, a no longer suffering Kate Thompson. Is that eye still jewels and stuff though? They have receded. Ah. Because it was kind of tumorous before, right? It, it was, was sort of growing yes. out of her face. She still no, only has the one eye. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's smooth now. It's better, yeah. Fleshy. <laughs> mate, mate, look, I know this is <laughs> topsy-turvy, but you don't know what you're doing here. You just, you've just killed a police officer. Look, we can work this out. All right. Come on. I, I run these mines. I keep the town employed. I'm trying to give back to the community. Why don't you explain that to it? Oh, oh God, what... What if you don't know what you've done? Undone your mistakes. You you can't do this. You can't. This is the only thing keeping the town alive. No, we are. You're gonna kill us all. That thing's gonna kill us all. You maybe, if you're lucky. Now, how do we get back out of here? Um, I would assume through the door that we came in. Oh yeah. Right, Jess has now walked back up to us. <laughs> <laughs> well, sort of, as soon as Dickie kind of reappeared into view. And d- just eviscerated her. <laughs> and killed a man. She's kind of like, oh, yeah. well, I guess he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to get in trouble with mum about this in particular. <laughs> Dickie didn't technically do the killing. So my thinking is we leave him here to reckon with the beast and just go home. That's my thinking. Dickie, what do you want to do? Well, I guess the alternative is I try and figure out how to use this shotgun, but I think that might take longer, so let's just leave him here. Oh my god, Dickie, put down the shotgun. Dickie, I'll look after that. Dickie. <laughs> Can you charm him? <laughs> okay. Okay. So what are we doing with Dooley? So I was going to propose to just kick him to the dirt and we, we run back to his office to go home. And he gets he gets left here. But would he do not just chase after us? Clock's ticking. I just yeah, I just have that just The plant just, is shaking. Just cinema wise, <laughs> I have imagined like cowering in front of the beast as it wakes up like at the end of evolution. And then it just like eats him. He's like, No <laughs> While we're while we're deci- running away. While yeah. we're deciding this, I think Dickie's just going to elbow him in the balls. Mm, that'll cool. do it. And I'll Kick him into the ground and we'll run inside. Um, could stop doing that. Can you give me a violent. fight? Absolutely. I've wanted to use this again for a <laughs> while. <laughs> Testicular-based combat. Uh, that's a hot five. Oh, he's got a six. Oh, there you go. Seven, eight. Yay! Five, yeah. six, seven. Sorry. Yeah, doing the patented dicky special. Your knee... Oh, elbow, sorry. Yep. You elbow him in the nads so hard that you feel something crunch. And when he drops to his knees... I shove him into the dirt. That's the extra two. And you scamper off. Let's go. Sirens okay. <laughs> blaring. Uh, Eric will just watch the, with the shotgun in hand, watch the crawling man yep. on the floor. Yep. And uh, take his shoes. <laughs> nice. Eric's always wanted a pair of nice shoes. They're very nice. Actually, yeah. They look yeah. nice. Very nice. In his properly collared shirt, trouser pants. As he's um, like kind of growl- groaning on the floor, Eric will say, Mr. Dooley, what size? You know what? It doesn't matter. He <laughs> <laughs> oh, can't speak. He's been needed in the nerds. If you're nice to them, they might let you live. 
and he'll go. Mm. Eric, come on! Sorry. You run, you run up the stairs, up, what, 12 flights of stairs. Is Levi you coming with it? us? Or is Levi staying there? Levi is with you for the moment. Yeah, okay. So got Levi, along. Levi uh, Brianna, Kate, Kate Jess... Jess. Dickie, Jono, <laughs> Eric. Well, and, bits and, of the plant, like, clang. And Briel. Yeah. And, and Briel. And Briel. Bits of the plant oh. clang and fall apart yes, around us. Yes, the alarm us. is sounding. A red light is blaring all throughout the plant. You get to the door. Levi stops. Its head turns back. And it kind of snuffles Brianna and turns tail. Bree looks at you. Eyes big. Looking back, looking to you guys. Bree, you you come back. You come with us. You can you can live with us. Can you roll a charm? Yeah. For me. It's from a different world, Dickie. I rolled a one. <laughs> so that's like the heart wrenching. You gotta stay yeah. with us. <laughs> Bree, no, I know that they had to stay there, but, like, you know, you could come and then we could go to school together and we could go for walks on the beach and go exploring. Briel kind of, like, stands on two little stubby little limbs and it kind of shifts so that it stretches up to your face, Dickie, and your tears... Um, crystals that clatter onto the floor as it touches your nose with its snout looks at all of you and turns leaving with Levi uh, Dickie will try and like fight and try and go after him like, no! holding on holding on <laughs> he doesn't he belongs here come on they're dragging him back through the opening <laughs> as the rocks fall down even more so. You leave through the red door, shutting it behind you, sealing it. The door is no longer a door. It's just part of the wall. No, no opening to be found. You're back in the plant. You hear no sirens, no songs, just the natter of men going about their work, puzzling over what is coming into the mine site. Nothing at all. Warawirin is hollow. And you kids walk out knowing that you might not be a rich town, but what you've got, you've got shitloads of. And that's the end. Oh, God! <laughs> <laughs> I, wa- I wanted a baby brill. I wanted you too, man! I... I- I rolled a Harry d. in the Hendersons. Man. I rolled. I rolled a d4. Get out of here! I rolled a d4, hoping that you would be able to. <laughs> you got a one. Keep. Keep.
Roll to Cast, Mystery Down Under is a Baby Beard Media production. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and Discord and all our podcasts are on Spreaker, Spotify, YouTube and all good podcatchers. You can support us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash babybeard. Kids on bikes and all associated properties are trademark of Renegade Game Studios. Used with permission. Here Now Audio Fiction Festival 2020. It's Bioshock, the Midnight Series. Based in the dystopian underwater city of Rapture, witness what it was like for civilians from different walks of life before and after Andrew Ryan's city fell. It's a tale of deception, downfall, and survival. The Midnight Series, a podcast by Preston Hardin. Listen on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's show, please head over to iTunes, give us a rating, and leave a review. I love your vacation home. How much time do you spend here? As much as we want. And when we're not using it, we rent it out. Our amazing team cares for and markets it on all the major booking sites. What team does all that? Vacasa. They manage everything, and I see it all on my phone. Plus, they've been earning us over 20% more after I switched from my last property manager. Your vacation home earned you that much? It's not a vacation home. It's a Vacasa home. Get your free vacation income estimate to see how much your vacation home can earn you. Call 800-544-0300 or visit vacasa.com. Live from a basement in Dubuque, Iowa. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. 30 minutes from the Field of Dreams and four hours from the closest professional sports team. It's not a lie if you believe it. On the banks of the Mississippi River. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. It's the Degenerate Sports Betting Show with Matthew Friedman. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. And now your host, Matthew Friedman. Hello, everyone. I'm Matt Freeman, Matt F. The Oracle. Welcome to the Degenerate Sports Betting Show, brought to you by Best TV and sponsored by the FTN Network, where you can get all the season-long and daily fantasy and sports betting content your degenerate heart desires, including my fantasy football write-ups and all my NFL side totals and player props. Use the highly original promo code FREEDMAN for 20% off your FTN subscription. That is FREEDMAN for 20% off at FTN. 
Thanks for checking out the show. Subscribe to the Best TV channel on YouTube and rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app. Oh boy, it is Friday afternoon. Uh, I'm feeling great. Finished with the fantasy football breakdown. Uh, this is one of the earliest times in the week that I've finished it this season. Um, I'm just, I don't know. I'm living. I'm just living right now. I'm feeling very good. Uh, it's Friday afternoon, which means it's time for the weekly Propapalooza episode where I highlight my favorite prop for every NFL game on Sunday. And for all of my bets, check out the FTN bet tracker. There's a link to it in the show description. I want to remind you that for research, I have relied primarily on three resources. The first one is Jeff Ratcliffe's player prop table. It's one of the best tools in the industry for helping you quickly compare prices across books and to see the edge you have on any given bet based on Jeff's projections and on the props he is actually betting. The second tool is the prop shop, which is basically Google for all props and futures. If you type in the name of a player or a team, you can see all the props and futures for that player or team at every sports book across the industry. And then the third resource, of course, are site-wide projections, which have been created by Jeff Ratcliffe and Kyle Murray. All right, let's get into it. Producer Tom. <laughs> Thomas Viola, Psychic on the Controls, Connoisseur Pasta, Titan of Tomato Sauce, Billy Joel Junkie, and long-suffering, again, long-suffering Jets fan. Tom, sorry about Thursday Night Football. It just – I don't know if this was the worst way for it to happen. I, I'll tell you, the the end of the game, not covering the 10 with the pick, the, the tipped pick at the goal line, that hurt the second most behind Mike White getting hurt. Like that was, we finally had some hope, but at least the silver lining I'm taking is that he did not play bad. He looked good on the drive, scored a great touchdown. Had he stayed in the game, we would have won a hundred to 99 given the way the defense was playing, but there's still hope that he is actually the chosen one. And so I'm going to cling on to that and hope that he's okay and hope that he plays next week. Uh, okay. It's interesting. The, the Mike white fascination that you have, uh, I think last so night was for a quarterback. I think, I think last night was bad for you in a couple of ways. It was. Uh, Josh Johnson performing the way that he did sort of indicates maybe it's not Mike white. Maybe it's just the system. And if that's the case, then it's really terrifying because Zach Wilson yes. can't do what these two guys, yes, what they've done. This that is terrifying. is terrifying. Yes. I, I'm choosing to believe that no, we just absolutely hit it on the hit it out of the park on two great quarterbacks that no one had noticed. Because you know, we do that all the time. We find great players that no one picks up. That's totally a Jets thing, right? And I mean, in all fairness, Josh Johnson was a great college quarterback in the lower ranks of college football and an XFL 12 legend. years ago. Also an XFL legend. Yes, that's true. Before we get into the props, though, one other good piece of news. There was one good thing that happened last night. You got Fade drunk? Detroit. Fade no Detroit. Comment. Oh, did that Fade hit? Detroit. Fade Detroit is 3-1 and one on the season, baby. I forgot to Philadelphia. bet it. Oh, forgot to bet you got to do it. The Philadelphia 76ers got their heads out of their asses for long enough to win that game. It was oh, touch man. and go. It was like 61-61 at the half or something. And they, okay. they pulled it out and got it done for us. 
So we moved to three and one on the season. All right. Fade Detroit. Glad to hear that that's paid off. I need to, I need to get on the fade Detroit bandwagon. Next you do. Time. I, uh, Every single time this season, I'm winning $69.42. It's great. I mean, what a legend. Yes. You have to be. If it's a meme parlay, you have to win a meme amount. That's the way yes. it works. Yeah. All, All right. right. Let's, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Starting off, the Patriots are at the Panthers. And you know what I forgot to do here? Boom. It is Propapalooza Day. There we go. Yeah. We got the banner up. It's time to get into the Propapalooza. The Patriots at the Panthers, no lines up just yet. But the Bills and the Jags do have props up. And it's not Sam Darnold. We're going with Dan Arnold. <laughs> yeah. You can get this at FanDuel minus 114, over 30 and a half yards receiving in his three games as the number one tight end for the Jags. Now, I'll just say it's disgusting betting the over on Dan Arnold. Just blanket statement before I really get into it. Okay. In his three games as the number one tight end for the Jags, Arnold is 16, 159, and zero uh, receiving on 23 targets. The Bills are number seven in pass defense DVOA against tight ends. So not a great matchup. But the fact that he's getting 23 targets in his three games as the number one receiver, 159 yards receiving across those three games, and that the Jags are going to need to throw to keep up in this game, I think this is an easy over 30 and a half yards receiving. Next game up on the board, the Falcons take on the Saints. And you've been able to set your watch to Mike Davis's production so far this year. It hasn't been great, but he's at 29 and a half yards rushing and you're taking the over. Yep, you can get this at DraftKings, minus 115 odds. Mike Davis had a season low four carries in week seven. Absolutely terrible. But last week, he rebounded with nine carries. And in his two games without wide receiver Calvin Ridley, Davis has averaged 11 carries in five of seven games this year. Davis has gone over 29 and a half yards rushing with a low of 38 yards within that sample. So... This is a pretty low number. The Saints are good in run defense. So, you know, it's possible Mike Davis could get 10 carries and still hit the under in this game. But I think he's a pretty good bet for that 9 to 12 carry mark. And given what we've seen out of him so far, 29 and a half yards, I, I think he has a very good chance of hitting the over. The next game, the Raiders. They head east to MetLife Stadium to take on the Giants. And you think that Josh Jacobs is going to be used a little more sparingly. Makes sense given his injury situation. Yeah, looking at Jacobs, under 15 and a half rush attempts at DraftKings minus 120. Jacobs, he's got that chest injury. He's returning from that. It forced him out early in week seven. He's practiced this week. He should play, you know, especially coming out of the week eight bye. But the, the Raiders might limit his workload just a little bit. And this is a high number for Jacobs anyway. You know, last year, this would have been a reasonable line for him. This year, he's gone over 15 and a half carries in just one of five games. And in his four healthy full games, he's had 10 to 16 carries. So that means that this line is set near his ceiling in terms of what we've seen for his usage this year. So I'm going under Josh Jacobs, 15 and a half rush attempts. The Vikings take on the Ravens 
And Adam Thielen, his number is set at four and a half. Are you going over or under his reception total? I am going over. You can get this at BetMGM minus 130. The Vikings are six-point road dogs. I think that means they're going to be forced to throw a little more than they usually do. That can mean extra targets for Adam Thielen. He's gone over four and a half receptions in five of seven games this year. And since last season, Thielen has averaged eight targets and 6.2 receptions across his five games as an underdog of more than a field goal. So it's a tougher matchup going against the Ravens, but this is the type of game state in which you would expect Thielen to have anywhere in that five and a half to six and a half reception neighborhood. So I like him here over four and a half. The Browns take on the Bengals in an AFC North showdown. And even with Baker Mayfield's questionable injury status, you're going with Jarvis Landry over 48 and a half yards receiving. No Odell Beckham prop here? Uh, yeah, I mean, Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, has been. Tom, come back. Come back, Tom. Y- you're joking, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. I just I didn't know how drunk you got last night <laughs> to where if you didn't realize that Odell Beckham Jr. was officially no longer a member of the Cleveland Browns. Yes. So with no OBJ on the team, I'm going over 48 and a half yards receiving for Jarvis Landry, DraftKings minus 115. The Browns, they've released Odell Beckham Jr. So Landry could see extra usage in his absence. Since 2019, Landry has averaged 56.5 yards receiving in his 12 games without Beckham. And this year, in his two full games, his two healthy games, he's had 71 and 65 yards receiving. It's not a great matchup for him against the Bengals, but this is the type of spot, no OBJ, fully healthy this year, in which we should see him be able to get over this number. The Broncos are going to try and buck the Cowboys. Cortland Sutton, though, you don't think that he is going to come on. I had to do one eventually for this game. It was so right there. Yeah, it, it took you long enough, Tom. This it should did. have been something that came up on, on Wednesday. Okay? It really should have. I take responsibility for that, but I finally got there. Yeah. Cortland Sutton, though, you don't think is going to get there under four and a half receptions. Yes, I'm betting this at DraftKings plus odds plus 110. Sutton is likely to be shadowed by number one cornerback Trayvon Diggs, who has allowed more than four and a half receptions in his coverage in just two of seven games. The Cowboys are actually number one in pass defense DVOA against opposing number one wide receivers. The sample is small, but since last year, Sutton has averaged just 4.3 targets in three games with wide receiver Jerry Judy versus 9.2 targets in six games without Judy. So the presence of Judy and the tough matchup, I think that means we're going to see relatively few targets funneled towards Cortland Sutton. The Texans take on the Dolphins, and it's the return of Tyrod Taylor. And Matt, you think that that means Brandon Cooks is going to have a decent day. Yes, I'm looking Brandon Cooks over four and a half receptions, minus 140 odds at DraftKings. Cooks has gone over four and a half receptions in seven of eight games this year. And in weeks one and two, when he had quarterback to Rod Taylor there as the starter, he had five and nine receptions on 21 targets total. The Dolphins are number four in the league uh, in terms of most receptions allowed to wide receivers, 15 receptions per game allowed to wide receivers. And of course, Brandon Cooks, like he is the entirety 
of the Houston wide receiver unit. So he could have a ton of targets, a ton of receptions coming his direction. Love the return of Terod Taylor and what that means for Brandon Cooks. So I'm going over four and a half receptions at minus 140 odds. The Chargers take on the Eagles and they will be heading east for this matchup. Always dicey for the Chargers, but you think that Devonta Smith under 57 and a half receiving yards. You can get this at bet MGM minus 115 odds. Smith has an average of 52.6 yards receiving per game and a median of 46. So this line I think is set towards the higher end and the Chargers are allowing the fewest yards receiving to wide receivers this year. So to all wide receivers on a team, 118.1 yards receiving per game. So, I mean, that would mean that Smith would basically have to get 50% of the receiving yardage or like thereabouts, right, for this over to hit. And I just, I don't know if that's very likely. And based on how we've seen the Eagles use quarterback Jalen Hurts, I don't know if it's likely that there are going to be a, a lot of yards beyond the 118.1 average that the Chargers have allowed so far. Over the past month, the Eagles have limited Jalen Hurts as a passer. 27.8 pass attempts per game for 163 yards passing versus what he did in the first month. 36.3 attempts per game, 291.8 yards passing. This is just setting up to be a situation where Devontae Smith, a tough matchup against a Chargers team that doesn't allow production to wide receivers and an offense that isn't allowing its quarterback to throw the ball. And when he's throwing the ball, really not attacking defenses deep. It's just a situation for him to go under this number, 57 and a half yards receiving. The Packers and Chiefs were going to be the prime game of the slate until Aaron Rodgers decided that he was going to get the Rona. And that is most likely going to affect a lot of the passing totals for the Packers here, including Marquez Valdez, Scantling. You've got him under 33 and a half passing receiving yards. Yeah, this number, you can get it at a FanDuel, minus 114. I, I think this number was like 10 yards too high. Uh, the Packers, obviously, Tom, as you mentioned, going to be without quarterback Aaron Rodgers, but they are getting back. Their top two wide receivers, Devontae Adams and Alan Lazard, they are both returning to action from the reserve list. So you put all that together, the two guys in the pecking order ahead of MVS and no Aaron Rodgers, so the total offense is going to come down. I mean, wh what are we enthusiastic about here with MVS? He's one of the most boom-bust wide receivers in the NFL. I think this, again, this line should be 23 and a half not 33 and a half. So I'm, I'm very happy to be on the under here, 33 and a half yards receiving FanDuel minus 114. This might be my favorite bet of the week. Well, it's going to have to be your last prop bet of the week because the Cardinals and 49ers and the Titans and Rams both don't have props on the board yet. Uh, the Cardinals only a couple props posted because the Kyler Murray situation and Titans, Rams, nothing because of the uncertainty with all of the injuries around them. Stuff should go up on the board soon, but for now, that's all we can do. Matt, which prop is your favorite out of all the ones we've done? I'm putting you on the spot here. I think it's probably, 
I think it's probably the MVS one. Although, I mean, I have to say, I really do like the Brandon Cooks prop as well. And I, I know that's juiced a little more to uh, minus 140, but I think the real odds on that should be closer to like minus 200, to be honest. All right. Well, where can everybody find all the great content you're putting out each and every day? All right. You can find all of my work at FTN on Friday. I published the fantasy football breakdown that is already live. You can check it out on the site on Thursday, the best bets article on Tuesday, the fantasy football rankings, which I update on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday all throughout the week. I am putting into the FTN bet tracker, my NFL size totals and player props. Sometimes some NBA player props and on Twitter, on YouTube, on your favorite podcast app and on FTN, you can get daily episodes of the Friedman fantasy football show and the Degenerate Sports Betting Show. Always use the promo code FREEDMAN for 20% off at FTN. All right, that is the show. You can find me and Tommy V on Twitter at Matt F. The Oracle and TV at work. Thanks for joining us and see you next episode. What's your warrior? Become it in the Army. Whether you want to cure diseases or develop technology the world doesn't know exists, the Army is where all of that can happen. Find out more at GoArmy.com. Go to school while you serve. Learn about the simultaneous membership program today. What's your warrior? Become it in the Army. Whether you want to cure diseases or develop technology the world doesn't know exists, the Army is where all of that can happen. Find out more at GoArmy.com. Go to school while you serve. Learn about the simultaneous membership program today. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.